Hey everybody, Matt Knotts from the Anomaly Presents podcast, inviting you to join us for the Anomaly Film Festival. It's our fourth edition, November 3rd through the 6th, at the historic Little Theater in Rochester, New York. We've got so much great stuff for you. Tons of films you've never seen before. One you may have seen before, but never quite like this. That's Friday the 13th, 3 in 3D, amongst many other great surprises. It's the Anomaly Film Fest, anomalyfilmfest.com, November 3rd through 6th. We'll see you there. Hello there. I'm an important British actor. You're listening to the Beer Review Journal on the Lunchador Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Knotts and McKenneth Blue. Enjoy! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Beer Reviewed Journal, a beer podcast for the discerning imbibist. I am your friendly neighborhood bartender, McKenneth Blue. And I just spent 10 minutes Googling, is it okay to drink, take a, a Prilosec and wash it down with an IPA? My name is Matt Knotts. I don't see why it wouldn't be Matt Knotts. I feel like that's probably the most 42-year-old Google search you could do at this point. Either that or like, you know, is there generic Viagra yet? That's a good question, is there? I don't know. Let's Google it. Um, actually, while, while you're doing that, I, I, I do need to, to bring, the, uh, bring the room down for just a second. All right. Um, <laughs> this is a change. <laughs> in our most recent episode, um, I, I failed to do my job to the best of my ability, and I just wanted to let everybody know how sorry I am. Uh, that I failed you. Um, it, it's, you know, the summertime. Um, it, it's typically bright and sunny. Um, tonight it is currently very dark and raining, but at no point in the previous summertime fun time episode did I say sun's out, pun's out. And I'm just so very sorry. I am disappointed in you. I, I'm disappointed in myself. And I'm going to do everything that I can to make it up to the audience and to the, you know, the people at home and the people who depend on me. Um, so from this point on, um, you know, until the fall rolls around, it's, it's summertime. And you know what guys, sun's out, puns out. I'm wearing a small hat. I've been trying not to laugh at it (laughs) and it's, it's, it it was difficult, (laughs) not as difficult as admitting I was wrong. Why do you have a tiny Red Wings baseball hat on? Hey, it's it's my new accoutrement for summer. Oh, I love it. I can... <laughs> Wait, uh, I, I haven't taken the uh, we're recording See? picture yet, so uh, so I'm going to need you to, in just one sec, uh, come Hang off on. to the side there and give me that dumb face that you were just doing. I'm going to do Brian cosplay. I'm sure he'll appreciate that. Yeah? Yeah. No, I, I think he'll actually really enjoy that. <laughs> either that or he'll be horribly offended. Eh, either way, it was a good run while we had it. Yeah, you know. Um, now, it is it is also appropriate uh, wearing your tiny Red Wings helmet. Um, it because needs to be at a, a jauntier angle, I feel like. There we go. That's yeah, the one. Yeah. It, it is uh, summertime, 
summer, summer, summertime, as some might say. Let me tell you, the living's easy. It, it's been uh, it's a real fun time. Uh, did go to a baseball game recently. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, and um, and, and you and I were talking about the uh, the home run derby uh, earlier today. We were talking about the home run derby. That did occur. Oh, this is evergreen. I'm not going to say it was last night. I don't want to tip off when we're recording this. Yeah. Put that newspaper down so nobody can see the date on that. <laughs> of course, it's not July 13, 2021. No. Why would it be? But um, you know, we uh, you you were saying something something kind of fun and uh, interesting happened during that. I really enjoyed watching the the home run derby this year. I don't usually, um, but you don't it usually was on watch TV. it, or you don't enjoy it. I, both actually. I'm not I'm not a giant baseball fan. Tiny, mm. tiny hat aside, um, I, I don't usually watch the baseball. Um, but it just so happened I was sitting around at home last night, as you do, um, and. It, there was just something about the event that that was the kind of chaos I enjoy. Um, first, they put little kids in the outfield to catch the fly balls that don't go over the wall. Jeez, oh, that uh, <laughs> that's just what you want is a bunch of little kids running around trying to catch balls that were hit by Major League Baseball players. So these kids were getting absolutely shelled. It was hysterical. The ball's coming off the wall and hitting them. Or, it's like the fucking know. beginning of Saving Private Ryan. Some kid tried to catch a ball and it ripped his arm off. So he's yes. like walking around the beach so there's just, trying to pick it up. <laughs> just these kids who are mostly hamburger by the end of it wearing T-Mobile t-shirts. It's fucking great. It's just mama. It was mama. amazing. So I, I, I generally, uh, it was beautiful. It was a, a thing to watch. And then there's a, a chaplain next to one of them trying to figure <laughs> out whether to read him his last rites or diddle him. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Spicy. <laughs> That's uh, five minutes and 56 seconds into the uh, recording, Matthew. <laughs> That's a spicy meatball. Um, yeah. And then. And then there was a dude that tried to catch the ball in the in the in the crowd. You know, mm-hmm. it was a home run ball, uh, and he he kind of overextended and went head first right over the railing down onto the concourse. Just just ass over tea kettle. Ass over tea kettle, and it was it was a thing to behold, McKenneth. I came yeah. off my chair, <laughs> spilled my beer. Oh, oh well, that's terrible. It, it was a real <laughs> real rough night. Yeah, but it, it got us thinking, um, you know, how often does does something like that happen? Um, and, you know, we we put the feelers out and, um, you know, we, we wanted to talk to somebody who who plays the bases balls. Yeah. And and and, and, and we got a we got a nibble. I was not expecting it. Um, but uh, everybody, please welcome to the show. Uh, Jimmy Johnston former third baseman for the Hillsboro hops, a, uh, a high a, uh, league, I guess, uh, team in, out of, uh, Hillsboro, Oregon. Uh, Jimmy, welcome to the show. Uh, thank, thank you all for, for, uh, for having me. I, I am, I'm so excited that you, you were able to make it here tonight, Jimmy, because, you know, I, I hear tell you were quite the third baseman in your time. Um, you did make the, the high a all-star game. Um, oh, oh yeah, a couple times in in my time with the uh, the, 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 the 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 hops, uh, it's uh, you know uh, I, I I got going with them uh, 2013 and uh, played with them for a couple years uh, before they uh, 
you know, decided to uh, l- 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 let me go. Now, I, I did. I was very excited because usually we don't we don't have people kind of volunteer to come on the show. So I, I had to. Well, I, I'm, I'm here to tell you, boys. Uh, see, the, the thing about is, uh, you know, there's not a lot of people knocking down my door uh, to talk. Uh, and, and I don't imagine there is for, you know, many high A baseball players. So, it, you know, it's 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 my p- p- pleasure. So, yeah, it's true. Generally, the, the high A players that I've known are, um, are have found a, a career as gym teachers usually afterwards. Oh, yeah. Um, so is that what you're doing now? Uh, you know, no, m- 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 mostly I... Uh, 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 I, I, I'm down at the, uh, the, the stop and shop. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I am a shift manager there. Oh, not, I'm congratulations. Yeah. Every once in a while I sign something. Um, you know, the, the kids like it. Like a, like a, a paycheck or. Well, well, like if say somebody, uh, you know, gets some wonder bread, uh, sometimes they're like, uh, Hey, Hey, Jimmy Johnston saw you, saw you that one time or at the park there. And, uh, maybe you sign this for me. I, I could see, do you, do you ever get invites to those, those, those autograph sessions? You know, the things they have kind of the, the VFW halls and such, like, you know, sign uh, memorabilia. Uh, you know, I, I, I left Oregon uh, a while back. I'm back in my hometown of Minimini, Wisconsin. How many M's is in that? Oh, a few. And, you know, it's just, it's good being home. You know, especially everything that happened during those few years. You know, the thing that... That's what I wanted to ask you about, yeah. Yeah, you know, the the thing a lot of people don't realize about the baseball is that, uh, you know, if you're up to bat, say. Yeah, uh, you so know, you're up to bat. Say you're up to bat. They, you're up to bat. They, 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 they give you a, a nice hard helmet to wear. Yeah, yeah, that's that's part of it. it it's good to wear your your protective, uh, protective equipment if you're up to plate. I imagine that ball is uh, coming at you pretty fast. It's pretty hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm here to tell you. Uh, you know, you're you're playing the field, uh, and and a line drive comes screaming up at you right there. You better have your head on a swivel, or else you're you're going to take a a hard one right to your dome piece. See, that's what I wanted to ask you about because I I I'll admit I wasn't a hundred percent familiar with your your career, so I I googled it. Uh, I went and YouTube has a, a fascinating um, highlight reel. I guess I could say. Yeah, I think you could call it a highlight reel. It's. It, I mean, it, it was the highlight of my day. I, I have. I have never seen a human being get blasted by as many baseballs as as you did in your career, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. Um, say, uh, how many times actually did you? Uh, well, I mean, it, it's a mix of balls hitting you. Uh, you diving for uh, foul balls and just turning into a scorpion, like with your ankles around your ears. That was Um, the impressive one, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, how, how many, how many times did you actually, uh, take, take a header there or, or, uh, uh, um, well, uh, you know, it's, uh, let me see here. There was the, uh, 
Well, in that All-Star game, that was uh, six, 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 six times. Six, six, That's six, a lot. Sixteen times. Uh, uh, and and then, uh, you know, uh, throughout the course of my career, um, it, I think it was uh, six, 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 sixty-eight times. Uh, you know, and then... Uh, they they said uh, Jimmy, you know, there's there's a uh, there's cerebrospinal fluid coming out your nose, and uh, you're you 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 you're out of here. Yeah, I think that's probably for the best, Jimmy. I I, uh, I I'm I'm hoping that it hasn't lasted. You know, there's no no ongoing effects from oh, that. No 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 the none that I've noticed. I I feel like I'm getting a bit of a, a contact. Um speech pattern from you for some reason so i do apologize for that i'm not but what are you talking about so what town are you from again uh i'm from wisconsin well i thank you for for coming to join us today jimmy i appreciate you kind of sharing what it's like to get uh beamed and and otherwise Knocked around by a yeah, you know, I I, uh, I I I hoped that they would let me get uh, one more in because, like like I said, it was six 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 sixty eight times. And yeah. I feel like one more would have been nice, nice. But uh, you know, I guess it's a, a blessing in disguise because uh, you know some of those games I, I was starting to feel like uh, Cardi B's pussy because it was just wop wop wop. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, Jimmy. Well, we uh we try to keep it uh, a little bit more PG thirteen on our show. So, um, Matt, you've already uh, dropped his his line, right? Yep, he's gone. Okay. Well, everybody, uh, welcome to the beer review journal. Um, we're we're going to talk about a beer now, I guess. As you've no doubt noticed, this is a beer podcast. Um, so we're we're gonna lead into it. This is the uh, the traveling Matt episode. I did not do a bunch of traveling this year, um, no. But I did uh, make make a, a pretty. I'm talking like Jimmy now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh Jesus. You're like you're like me after I've read <laughs> it. Yeah. He thrusts his fists against the post. There you go. Um. Yeah. So we, I did make one good stop. One very good stop. Uh, we got. We got to stop and uh, hang out with uh, good brother James and his family uh, on the way up to to New Hampshire. Sweet baby James, um, and and he kind of uh, he he's the patron saint of this episode. He he brought us the the beers we'll be talking about tonight. Uh, yep, one sure trillium, Ooh. one treehouse. Ooh, one hell of a good time. I'm gonna. That's go out what on I'm limb. saying. Uh, I have not had this first one yet. Me either. It's Pubic Garden by uh, Trillium. Oh, um, I will. Um, I will get that one out. I, that was on the list, was it not? Did I put? Oh, yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Somebody doesn't pay attention to his own goddamn show notes. <laughs> Somebody drank a Jenny Black before we started. <laughs> well, here's the thing: to pull the curtain back, to pull it, put the tiger on the table, and yell at it. Um. Initially, I thought we were going to do the. Uh, the treehouse first, but you know what? We'll call it in the ring. We'll be fine with it. It's all yeah. good. Hmm. It's fine. Everything's fine here. Everything's how are, great. How are, how, are you? how are you? We're all fine down here. 
<laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's crack this one open. Uh, grip it and rip it, baby, on a three, two, and one. Wow, we're getting good at that. We're getting good. It's almost like a bit. Ooh, listen how creamy and smooth. Smooth. Oh, that looks beautiful. I do enjoy a trillium. They're they're very tasty. As do I. Oh, I can smell it from here. Oh, oh, that's like a a, a citrus salad of sorts. That is just. Oh my god, I want to live in this. I uh, yeah, I it's sitting on the table next to me, and that's all I can smell. It's beautiful. Um, Citra and mosaic. Sitmo, I love those guys. Uh, Oh no, I'm sorry. Oh, Stratum. No, this is Stratum. No no Citra. Yeah. It's a, 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 sorry, Citra, Strata and Mosaic. Amno Reed. <laughs> I actually thought of a, uh, it's a Mostra. Mostra? Oh, look at that. That's that's fancy. If we ever brewed beer, that would be a good name for a beer. Yeah. And it would probably taste really fucking good. I should say. You know, I, I said uh, citrus salad, but there is a, a cannabis note on this one, if I may mm-hmm. be uh, highbrow. A little um, bit, yeah. It it smells like juicy weed. So, uh, do you want to take a sip while I uh, while I read? Do, do the can copy? See, I'm I'm just fribbling mine up till it's the can's empty. Yeah. Because uh, there's there's quite a bit of head retention on this one. Yeah. Oh, it took a while the, to die down. Yeah. Um, it's part, of, part of the emerald necklace series. Hmm. That's usually wonderful. we get the pearl. Um, hey, oh. <laughs> now, now I don't feel so bad about Jimmy saying pussy. I have, yeah, I have mixed feelings. There's something about a Milwaukee accent saying that that's disturbing. That's from someone that lives in the the Great Lakes area. Hmm. Smells lovely. Yeah, it smells uh, lovely. Presenting a sunny, honey yellow color, Public Garden uses mosaic and strata to conjure a fairly complex bouquet of aromas. Tropical notes of candied pineapple and juicy mango lead the way, with underlying tones ranging from bright citrus, canned peach, cantaloupe, and a soft, woody earthiness adding intrigue to each sip. Dry and gently bitter, Public Garden finishes medium-bodied and easy drinking. Yeah, definitely a medium body. Um, There is a stone fruit quality to it. I am getting a little bit of that uh, strata cannabis note. Um... I was expecting a little bit more orange, so the first sip kind of threw me. Yeah, uh, but the more I'm, uh, the more I'm drinking it, the more I'm enjoying it. I do get the the pineapple and the mango and and the earthy. Yeah, it's definitely earthy. There's there's a <laughs> I, I've joked in the past about the uh, the clean dirt. Yeah, this has got a little bit of the clean dirt on it. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not the uh, the dirt dirt that we catch with some of the breweries. Yeah. No, this is the the sort of dirt that like you pay a lot of money for, you know, Swedish women to rub all over you. Hmm. I didn't realize that was a thing, but it sounds kind of nice. I like a spa. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was confused. I wasn't I didn't mean like, you know, yeah, in a I, weird way. I never know with you. This, this this beer is so good. I forgot to check and see if I was recording, and I have, so that's good. Um, yeah, I would have been very upset. 
if we had gone 20 minutes and 14 seconds and it wasn't actually recording, is your mic plugged in or am I just hearing you from your house? And we did that whole baseball bit for fucking nothing. How funny would that be? I mean, it still might be for nothing. We'll find out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Uh. But yeah, no, this is, uh, this, this public garden is a wonderful, wonderful beer. Oh yeah. There's an L in that. Yep. Huh. Um, huh. Yeah. Guess you didn't see that one earlier when you called it pubic garden. Having a hard time reading tonight. Can't, why did you also have a Jenny Black before we started? (laughs) No. Lagunitas. Um, I, I had a... Oh, Christ, it doesn't even tell me how many ounces. That's a 24, bud. Yeah. That's a 2-4. That's a big 2-4. Yeah, it's a stovepipe. 2-4 is actually a uh, case of beer in Canada. Ah. So, we had a new bark box today. Oh? Yeah. That's awesome, I guess. Pretty exciting because it's themed. Is it themed after Loki? No. Oh. It's themed oh. after... Maybe the most exciting cinematic release of 2021. It'll be in theaters. It'll be on TV. It, 2021, it's, please. It's the decade. Here's the, here's the thing. I mean, it, it is. It's a continuation of a franchise. It's a cinematic universe. It's something that has, I think, become a part of the the cultural zeitgeist. Oh, hundred percent. Yes, uh, absolutely. Like, I mean, you can't. You can't go to a, a website and not see some sort of information about this. Uh, rule 34 all over the place on this. Um, it, this is going to be just a watershed moment. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone. Um, and by it, I mean it's Space Jam, a new legacy. Yeah. It's, uh, it's about time. That we have a new Space Jam movie. Um, I, I uh, I'm very excited. The original came out in 1996, so we're almost 20 years after mm-hmm. the the original. Uh, if you remember, if you recall, and I don't know how you wouldn't, but the original Space Jam was when uh, Michael Myers teamed up with the cast of the uh, the Disney Afternoon, um, and 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 played played basketball against some some giant monsters with the the abilities they stole from from basketball stars like BJ Armstrong and uh uh Ogauskas, um Detlev Shrimp Detlev Shrimp um uh, who else was on that team it was uh Lawrence Bird Lawrence Moton um they took the powers from Lawrence Moton for sure um, there was also uh, that Ukrainian guy from the last dance. Yes. Ted Ukrainian. <laughs> he was the, the guy they took powers from. Um, and they played a lot of, a lot of ding dong basketball in that movie with, uh, with Michael Myers kind of at the lead. Um, and, uh, I like your version of the movie a lot. And now they've made a sequel. Um, and it's starring everybody's favorite basketball man, LeBron James. Yep. 
um, and the cast of the Looney Tunes, the always relevant Looney Tunes. Yeah. Um, you know, when I talk to my, my five-year-old, he, he's always asking me, what, what is Bugs Bunny up to today, Dad? Um, and, and it turns out he's playing basketball. Uh, I didn't realize this. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, he's playing, he's playing, um, Michael Naismith's favorite game, the, the inventor of basketball, um, uh, um, Michael Naismith's basketball. And that's what Bugs Bunny does now. Porky Pig's a rapper in this movie. I don't know if you know that, but that's a thing. You did send me that clip. Um, it's, uh, it's a scene from a movie that I've seen. Don Cheadle plays a character named LG Rhythm. Yep. He sure does. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle nominated for uh, uh, an Emmy. Uh, I think it uh, was. I, I, he's also been up for an Oscar, if I recall. No, no, I mean this year. Oh yeah, I forget if it was a Golden Globe or an Emmy. Whichever one was just announced. That's, that's an Emmy. Okay, he was nominated for an Emmy for the three seconds that he was in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, his quote is, "I don't really get why I was nominated." Yeah. Um, so that's impressive. Uh, Mr. Cheadle, if I may, it's because nobody fucking made anything last year. <laughs> so you were no. in one of two things that was made last year. Just, you know, take it for what it's worth. You, you were good in it. I enjoyed the hell out of that show. He, um, he is a Tony nomination away from an EGOT nomination at this point. He's been uh, nominated for an Academy Award once. Mm-hmm. Two Grammys. He won one been nominated for oh god a whole bucket load of emmys screen actors guild award uh golden globe he's playing a character named lg rhythm in this new movie that's yep. it's coming out this good good uh space jam 2 the, the space jamming um I, i'm i'm excited to watch it mckenna I, I really am i i think now i watched the original on a on a plane uh back in 1996 um and I really enjoyed it, and I think it was probably because I was on an airplane, and there wasn't really much else happening on there. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to this one. I, I don't know what sort of transportation I'll have to take to enjoy this movie, um, but you know I'm sure it'll be good. I'm sure uh, I have seen that the uh, the 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 the. Um, well, I mean, it's a, a Warner Brothers movie, so you don't have to take any transportation. It'll be on HBO Max. Right, right. I, I this is what I'm looking forward to is yeah. is watching it on HBO Max, um, the maximum amount of HBO allowed by law. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, the Surgeon General would you know warn you against any more HBO. Yeah, it's physically impossible to fit any more HBO than than HBO Max. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's he's the bad guy. Believe it or not, he's he's LG Rhythm. You know, um, similar to LB Sure. I'm pretty sure, mm. or I should say, I'm pretty sure. Um, and there's all sorts of, of good, good basketball players in this. Like, uh, Anthony Davis is in it. You might know him as the unibrow mm-hmm. Damian Lillard, uh, Clay Thompson, uh, Diana, Diana Taurasi, you know, all these basketball players that you're very fond of Yeah, are, are in this movie. Oh, oh, this is a surprise, surprise role for LeBron, LeBron James. Um, he's playing LeBron James. In this film. Wow, that is actually really brave. I, I'm looking forward to seeing him stretch out. Oh man, I am depressed now. I'm looking at the trivia for uh, Space Jam 2, the Space Jamming on uh, IMDb. 
they this is apparently the second or third attempt uh, for this. Uh, originally, Space Jam Two was supposed to be Spy Jam. Hmm. Did you know this? I did not. Starring Jackie Chan. Huh. Jackie Chan left, and then uh, St. Joseph Dante picked it up and, and turned it into Looney Tunes back in action. Hmm. That's, uh, yeah, I, that makes sense, I suppose. Now, I will tell a little story about Space Jam back in action, too. Um, when, when the original Space Jam back in action one was on, on HBO, uh, I had some roommates and I thought a fun game would be just to to put that movie on whenever it was on HBO mm-hmm. um, and then put the remote control in my pocket and then just leave the room for for multiple hours at a time. So they were forced to sit there and watch Looney Tunes back in action. It's a thing I enjoy. Yeah. No, I, I, I can see where that would be fun. Although I, yeah. I feel like if it had been like the people that I lived with in college, they probably would have been okay with it. See, could, yeah. Could, because they were also watching like you know Fast and Furious three Tokyo Drift. Oh yeah, that that yeah, they might have been into it. And they were you know playing uh you know like fucking ice climbers on their actual NES. That's not such a bad thing. That's kind of cool actually. No, I know. I wasn't saying it like it was a bad thing. Yeah. We were playing uh, Dead or Alive fighting game, uh, the the volleyball version. At the same time, that was on HBO. Oh, how far up did you crank the tit physics? Max. Oh, of course. Why wouldn't you? I can't think of a reason. So Space Jam, Space Jamming, coming soon to a a television near you. Excellent. I can't wait to not watch that. Um, We've been watching In the Blue Household. Um, What's that about? (laughs) Uh... A couple people watching the Lord of the Rings on their TV. That sounds interminable. <laughs> uh, well, it's only the uh, the theatrical cuts. Thank Christ. Yeah. Uh, Jess, I don't think, has ever seen them. Hmm. So uh, it's been, you know, it's been fun to kind of try and figure out how much she has uh Absorbed just through cultural osmosis. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but uh, we we got through Fellowship of the Ring in a couple nights. Uh, we started Two Towers last night. Um, you know, it's a thing I didn't realize about the Lord of the Rings movies. Like, okay, so we'll say the Fellowship of the Ring. They're ball achingly long. <laughs> so I thought that the Fellowship of the Ring was like two and a half hours long. Yeah. It's two hours and 58 minutes long. Yeah. Jesus Christ. The shortest one is three hours long. Yeah. It makes those fucking Avengers movies look like shorts. Like two towers is like three and a half hours long. And the return of the King is three hours and 58 minutes long. I feel (laughs) like like it takes about three hours to get to the first ending of return of the King. And then it just keeps trying to end for an hour. (laughs) That's what I was saying to Jess as we were like, cause we were talking about, um, like we've kind of run out of TV shows that we're interested in watching. Yeah. Um, so I was like, you know, what do you want to watch? Like, do you want to watch a movie or something? <laughs> and, uh, she was like, well, you know, we've talked about like watching, um, all the Marvel movies again or, uh, star Wars movies. Cause she's like 
like she's aware of the Star Wars movies and like she's probably seen Return of the Jedi. She thinks the Ewoks are cute. Um, yeah, no, they're they're adorable. Um, but she's never like sat down and watched a Star Wars movie. Yeah. As far as she can rem- recall. Yeah. Uh, and then she was like, you know, or Lord of the Rings. So I was like, okay, there's three Lord of the Rings movies. We'll get started on that right now. So he did. And, uh, you know, I haven't seen those movies in a while. There's a whole lot of slow motion in those movies. Yeah, they're bloated as fuck, my guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and those 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 hobbits really seem to enjoy each other's company. They do. They do. You know, there's a lot of subtext in that movie. Yeah, I don't even know if it's subtext at a certain point. No, subtext has become text. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it's it's a fine set of movies where approximately halfway through. And, uh, you know, I figure it'll take us a week to get through Return of the King, and then we can move on to Star Wars. So how are you going to do Star Wars? I'm going to do it in the way that it was intended. The first three and then fuck the rest? <laughs> Uh, no, I'm going to do four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, because that's all that was ever released in the theaters. Ah, I, I don't know if it, maybe you, you did. What is that? The machete cut? There is the machete cut. Yes. Mm-hmm. But see, here's the problem. Uh, or wait, is the machete cut four, five, six, or sorry, four, five, one, two, three, six, seven, eight, nine. I think so. Yeah. It's some here- weird, like Godfather trilogy math that I don't really cotton to. Here's the thing. If if you watch episodes one, two, and three, and then watch the original trilogy, you've completely fucked the surprise uh, right. twist that Luke is Darth Vader's son. Now, again, I, I don't think you're you're really losing anything because that is so culturally ingrained at this point that... Right. Unless uh, you're like four years old and you have never heard of a Star War. Right. Uh, you, you're aware that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. Now I'm going to have to bleep that out. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of four-year-old listeners. I, I checked the demos the other day. They're going to love all the pussy talk. They, they can't get enough. <laughs> uh, you know, we made it 33 episodes <laughs> without me dropping a hard P. I drop a hard P every like intermission we have in this thing. <laughs> I'm going to blame it on the Genesee Black. Whatever, dude. You've been chomping at the bit. Yeah. I was I was testing the waters. <laughs> it's, it's right there with the, uh, the shooting ropes. You uh, made it a year and a half, and now it's just getting progressively <laughs> grosser every single episode. Yeah, most, most podcasts start out offensive, <laughs> and then, like, they dial it back. No. No. No, we, we tested the water and then went, oh, this is nice. Let's fuck it up. Yeah, they were like, oh, nobody's really listening except our like friends and yeah. family. And they know how horrible we are. Yeah, fuck it. I actually actively asked my uncle not to listen to the show <laughs> on the 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, a beer podcast, huh? I was like, yeah, it's... Uh, it's my friend and I, and we we drink beers and talk about them, and it's filthy. And to, please don't listen. Um. <laughs> so, how is his walk with Christ? It's you know, 
So there's a, occasionally just two sets of footprints. I, and oh, one set understood. of footprints. And then there's like one foot and then like a dragging foot. And, and then, then yeah. and then like bunny feet. Yeah. So I think he, he's walking with Christ sometimes, but then also a Sasquatch. Well, no, it's like in Loki where there's mul- multiple Spoiler, divergent time timelines. And is it like Doctor Who. And then in like uh, one of those divergent timelines, Jesus is a rabbit. I think it'd be interesting if we called him Sasquatches. <laughs> Sasquatch Jesus. I think it'd be awesome. Listen, whatever you want to call your imaginary friend, dad, that that's, you know, up to you. Oh, Sasquatches. How cool would that be? If Jesus was a Sasquatch? Yeah. I, yeah, pretty cool. I mean, I've, the church, the churches would be rad. Because instead of the crucifixion, there'd just be like the picture of the guy like. <laughs> Insert still photo of every Sasquatch you've ever seen. I'm just picturing Sasquatch with a crown of thorns. <laughs> How could you tell? He's he's all hairy. Did. <laughs> Worst episode ever. No, this is actually going very well. But I am just wondering if Sasquatches came about because I have the Yeti on my T-shirt. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Oh. Yes, uh, it, it says getting Yeti for the holidays. I wore a Christmas shirt under my work shirt today. Oh, that's sweet. Christmas yeah. in July. Yeah. I have my t- new T-shirt from Rucking Fotten. Yeah, I didn't yeah. notice what it was all about. It is my my new Phantom of the Paradise t-shirt. Oh. It's pretty dope looks, on the back. It looks like a dead bird on the uh, t-shirt pocket there. Yeah, that's the uh, the Death Records logo. Have you seen Phantom of the Paradise? I have not. I, I listened oh. to the Anomaly Presents uh, podcast about it on the Lunch Door Network. The very first episode. That was the yep. inaugural yeah. episode. Recorded yeah. in... Uh, in Studio de Magnus at Made on State. Shout out to Magnus for hooking us up with a spot to record. Yeah, that's the Anomaly Anomaly Presents podcast, podcast about genre movies, the genre movies that you love so much you created a film festival. That's the Anomaly Film Festival. It's happening November 4th through 7th, 2021 at a venue soon to be announced. Some people may already know what it is. Not me, but I imagine the people that are planning the film festival know. Yes. Yes, we do. Yeah. We're waiting to, to spring it on everybody. Like You're a, waiting to exhale? Yes. Yes, that's actually, we've, we're, yeah, we are all Angela Bassett's. I should be concerned. There's there's a roll of paper towel on this desk. Uh-huh. And I just took a little piece to wipe my hands off because they were covered in some sort of schmutz. I'll call it beer. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a blood stain on this. Hmm. It didn't come from me. Huh. I don't think. What is it? Your period? No, that wasn't end of the sentence, so it could have been. <laughs> if you're listening back to this, the pause between Matt saying that was the end of a sentence, so it could have been, and me laughing was real time me figuring out what that joke was and then laughing at it. <laughs> Because I had 24 ounces of 8% beer in approximately 10 minutes and then drank another 7% beer, 16 ounces of that. 
So I'm feeling pretty good right now. Yeah, this is a, a loosey-goosey episode of this show. Yeah, but also one of the ones that we planned more. So I don't know. We'll see how it ends up in yeah. the cut. <laughs> we'll, we'll see where this ends up. We're 40 minutes in and only like three quarters of the way through our beer. So who knows? Yeah. Well, I finished that one. It's very Cause, good. Thank you, James. Because that's the other thing that happens when I pregame. You just go and hard for the rest of the night. I, I end up drinking the ones for the show very quickly. Do you always pregame? Because, dude, your shit is gone. Like, we we crack it. I say the can copy, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm done. I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, that one uh, was gone fairly quickly. Um, I, may need, I may need a nap. Uh, between? Here in, in, in between. So you just you just hang out for a minute, man. I'm just gonna, oh boy, you well, vamp. They, I'm, they, I, I, they, yeah, just lay back. It's okay. Daddy will take care of you. All right. So this is the uh, beer review journal, a uh, uh, podcast about beers by two guys that don't really talk about the beers that much. My name is Matt Knotts. Um, and well, Kenneth well. is asleep. While I finish this delicious beer from uh, from Trillium Pubic Garden. A little bit oh. of the uh, ugh, that was horrible <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> like I'm having flashbacks to that uh, beer commercial that you dropped in the uh, the last episode. <laughs> Holy Christ! Like I enjoyed the Mel Brooks and the Dick Cavett, but my God, ugh. that that. Oh, this, let's try this one. Nope, that one's a winner. Like, ugh. Yeah, I love that commercial. That's one of my all-time favorites. Uh, to bring it back to EGOTs, Mel Brooks. <clears throat> EGOT winner. Mel Brooks is, um, I want to go out on a limb here. He's a man. Absolute, absolute fucking genius. Yeah. You know what? <sighs> fucking... Young Frankenstein and Blazing Saddles came out in like the same year. Yeah. You had put out two of the best comedies of all time in the same year. Uh-huh. I can go back to either one of those at any time and they're still hilarious. One's a little bit more problematic than the other one, but you know, what isn't? Yeah, Young Frankenstein's difficult. Yeah, it's like uh, all those jokes about knockers. Um, Just shameful in today's society. The wild thing is what he also produced. I don't know if you're aware of this. The producers? Well, yes. Do you know he produced The Fly? Like David Cronenberg's The Fly or the original one with Vincent Price? No, the the Cronenberg, the Fly. I did not know that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to put it in my Blu-ray of the Fly and and fact check you. Yep. Well, good luck. I, he's he's not credited, but he did work on it. Oh, okay. Also, one of my favorite movies of the '80s, Solar Babies. Huh. You ever seen that? Nope. Never even heard of it. This With is Jamie first... Gertz and Jason Patrick. Oh, dude. Jason Patrick also in. The Lost Boys and Speed 2 Cruise Control. Indeed. Um, if I might recommend a, a great Matt Knott's double feature for 80s films, um, throw in Space Camp and Solar Babies. Yeah. 
when I was in college, I bought Space Camp at Walmart for like five dollars. Yeah. And watched How's it. How's it hold up? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to watch it again because I think I was high when I watched it in college. <laughs> no, I feel like that's how you'd have to watch it at this point. Yeah. A very, very, very young Joaquin Phoenix. Young to the point where he was still Leaf Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Because his yeah. parents were in a cult. An actual <laughs> sex cult. They sure were. Was, was that Children of God? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flirty fishing. Ooh. Yeah. Check out last podcast on the left uh, episodes on flirty, f- or well, on the children of God, <laughs> not flirty fishing specifically. Was that David that Berg? Is, is that was what his name was? Yeah. Uh, maybe it was. Uh, it was Daddy or whatever, wasn't he? Wasn't it he was a David, Daddy? It was. Yeah, but I think he, his the the leader of that cult was David Berg because I always thought it was the same name as uh, the lighter side from Mad Magazine. Mm. And then I got the mental image of that guy being a, a cult leader, and it, it always tickled me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Did my own flirty fishing on that one. So, yeah, that's a good double feature if you want to do the, the Matt Knotts 80s double feature. Um, I don't even remember what the movies you said were. <laughs> one was Space uh, Camp. Solar Babies in Space Camp. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, if you want another one, Daryl. Do you remember Daryl? Did you ever see nope. that movie? Is that it like was... D period, A period, yada, yada? Yes, Okay. Yeah, I think I've was, seen the title. That was the robotic kid. Okay. That lived with, I don't remember who. It's been a thousand years since I saw it. Uh, pair that up with Cloak and Dagger, which I feel like I've talked about on this the show before. Oh, yeah. That was the like most episode twisted two. children's movie. I, I, yeah. am, I am looking forward to, to doing that with Anomaly Presents. Maybe we'll bring you back for that one. Since okay. your first appearance went so well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It was really one of the, one of, one of the, the top episodes we've done is that, that creep show episode. It was really, really good. That was so fun. I had such a good time. There was a spider in my room. Yeah, it's true. It was a blast. And that's mm-hmm. why we do Zencaster now, because I completely lost that recording. Yep. Uh, my 80s double feature would be, um, let's see. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. Take forever I, with the order. Here's another yeah. good one. Explorers. Do you remember Explorers? Speaking of St. Joe Dante. No. Nope. Um, it's a great, great River Phoenix movie. Um, and then you pair that up with The Last Starfighter, hmm. which Arrow Films just put out this fantastic remastered version of Last Starfighter. It's out on Blu-ray right now. They they did a, a remaster off, the two, uh, off a 2K print. It's fucking great. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Here's one. Uh, the last starfighter and then read Armada by the Ernest Klein guy. And you can just be like, you're a fucking plagiarist. And then realize that the, the fetus in uh, last starfighter is now reading you Armada. <laughs> so I'm pretty uh, sure that's Will Wheaton. It's the creepy kid that tries to track down all those, uh, the playboys in last starfighter, isn't it? Possibly. I, I'm not sure. I, I, I watched it a lot of time. I watched a lot of parts of it on like HBO when I was little, but I don't, I don't know that I've ever actually sat through all of the last Starfighter. Wow, I just watched it again the other day. Cause I bought that Blu-ray. Mm. It made me very, very happy. Robert yeah. Preston in one of his final roles. Yeah. Hmm. Basically playing alien guy from the music man. Nice. You know, I, I, uh, 
a movie that <laughs> so did you ever have the vhs of aliens no oh well that's unfortunate because at the beginning of aliens um for whatever reason it, it was on a, a cbs fox uh uh-huh. vhs i can picture it yeah there was a a trailer reel at the beginning of it, you know, with a bunch of other movies that were available from CBS Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was Enemy Mine, great movie, and Cocoon. <laughs> Have um, we talked about that? Where Wilford Brimley was like fifty-seven years old in that movie? Well, no. This is the thing. Uh, Wilford Brimley was the same age in Cocoon that Paul Rudd was when he played Ant-Man in the first Ant-Man. That's fucking wild. Is that not wild? Um, but the other trailer that comes to mind when I recall is it, it also had a trailer for aliens on it. Wait, the movie aliens had a trailer for aliens. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> like to get you hyped for what you're about to see in five minutes. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, uh, <laughs> it plays the trailer for aliens. It, it's a trailer specially made for the VHS, you know, in this string of four or five trailers. Um, and it's like aliens this time it's war. And then it plays the one for cocoon. And it's like, and these aliens are a bit friendlier. <laughs> like awesome. Yeah. I think batteries not included might've been one as well. I was just going to ask you about that. Yeah. I think it was Aliens, Cocoon, Batteries Not Included, and whatever the other one I said was. Enemy Mine. And then you got to watch Aliens. I, uh, yeah. yeah. I remember really enjoying Batteries Not Included. Yeah, I, I, uh, that's another one where I feel like I saw a bunch of scenes from it on, a on HBO when I was small. <laughs> on the I, HBO? Uh, on the HBO. <laughs> But I don't remember anything about it other than like, you know, little uh, puppet robots blue screened onto, you know, oversized sets. Yeah, they're kind of like the uh, the racist Transformers from Transformers <laughs> 2, the new batch. Yeah, kind of pretty much nailed it. Uh, I think it's time for another beer. Yes. Uh, so we're going to put a pause here and uh, hit the bar. And we'll be back in two shakes of a lamb's tail. You never really buy a beer. You just kind of rent it, right? (laughs) We'll be back. Returned from the bar with another beer from uh, our walk-in cooler in the Poconos, 4,000 miles below the Earth's crust, that Uncle Traveling Matt brought back from the lovely state of New Hampshire uh, from Massachusetts. Hey, Matt. By way of Charlton, Massachusetts and Peabody, Massachusetts. Peabody. We've got a treehouse beer is this our first treehouse this is our first treehouse on the show oh shit oh shit oh shit wah, 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 wah. i should really put an air horn in here for this one yeah uh so three two one let's crack it
Let's do this. Oh, you're a tough one. Okay. <laughs> I did it left-handed, and it always feels like somebody else is doing it when you do that that way. Yeah, they call that the stranger. Hey, Matt, while we're waiting for the head to settle on this one, mm-hmm. I think it's time for a bit. Oh, it's about time. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of forgot that I was going to do this. <laughs> But it's time for everybody's favorite thing where Matt puts music under what I'm saying. It is Law and Order, where order is like a drink order and it doesn't have anything to do with the long running CBS or NBC drama. I don't know. All right. So, Matt. Yes, that's me. We uh, we're drinking beers from the state of Massachusetts. Indeed. Where it is. Not legal to have a happy hour. Okay. Um, and also public drinking <laughs> games are not allowed. <laughs> Was there supposed to be more? Was I supposed to vamp on that? I guess. <laughs> there's, there's no happy hour. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. There's no like drink specials or, or whatever for I a set noticed time that. period. That's some bullshit. Yeah. Um, and no public drink. No public public. Uh, Jesus Christ. Do you want no that pu- one again? No public drinking games. <laughs> you can't play beer pong you on your front beer- lawn. You click can't play beer pong on your front lawn. What about cornhole? Is that a, is that acceptable? I mean, as long as you're not like playing drinking rules, I guess. Oh, well, yeah. If you're just playing it straight, play it straight, just like they do on ESPN. Yeah. Is there a, a competitive cornhole league on ESPN? Oh my god, yeah, yeah. We watched it all uh, all Fourth of July. Uh, huh. It tagged off with the hot dog eating conversation or uh, conversation about eating hot dogs. No, the competition, the the hot dog eating competition. Hmm. Shout out to Megabyte Ronnie, um, Tuffalo Zone held his own. I think he came in like fifth or sixth place. Yeah, um, Megabyte Ronnie, good dude. Hmm. So yeah, that that's uh, what I found for the uh, the the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Wow, the, the Cottonmouth I, of Massachusetts. <laughs> Jesus fuck. Yeah, that that might just be me if I was standing <laughs> in Cambridge. <laughs> Do you know, uh, the common the the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. The last time we were in Boston, it was the the weekend of of April twentieth. On the 420. on the first year that it was legal in Massachusetts to blaze it, and uh, we were walking through Boston Garden. We never once thought, or yeah, the the Boston Common, not Boston Garden. That's not there anymore. It's the the TD Bank North Center, TD Bank, yeah. the Boston Garden, TD Bank. They're on their far. They're on their feet in the Boston Garden. Yeah, but we were walking through Boston Common on 420 to the TD Bank to the TD Bank the TD um, Bank. Titty Bank? Titty Bank. Available now on Hulu. Um, yep. Yeah. It was next to the Super Tramp show I went to when I was 17. Mm. When the, I was 17. The weediest thing I've ever walked through. I had a very good beer. So, yeah. Shout out to Boston Common. I had a very good beer that I purchased with a fake ID. Treehouse Haze from Charlton, Massachusetts. My name was Brian McGee. Hey, when I was our 17. flagship double IPA, 
designed to be hop-saturated, juicy, balanced, and pleasant to drink all the way through the glass. Now, Matthew, I don't mean to interrupt your can copy reading, but I was not done with Law & Order. Because you got these beers while you were in vacation in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Where it is illegal to have a picnic or drink in a cemetery. That's disappointing. So I Are you telling me in the state that Gigi goddamn Allen is buried, I can't sit there and have a beer next to Gigi fucking Allen? That's what I'm telling you. You also cannot have a beer next to my Uncle Timothy, who died the day after he was born. Well, one of those is kind of funny. We'll let you decide. Where my father wants me to uh, take some of his ashes and and just dig a small hole and like bury him right next to it when he kicks off. Huh. Speaking of uh, Daddy Blue, the unofficial fact checker of uh, the Beer Review Journal, uh, just celebrated his 69th birthday. Nice. Happy birthday, Daddy Blue. Yeah. Hope it was nice. I'm sure it was nice. <laughs> so, like, I'm filling out the birthday card, and I'm like, hope your 69th birthday is nice, <laughs> with little stars on either side. <laughs> I'm not sure if the... Uh, the oh, God, I hope he's not listening to this. If he, this I'm is... sure he is. Uh, uh, I, you know, I'm not sure if he appreciated the... <laughs> no, well, I the imagine humor. not. Daddy Blue, I'm very sorry you're listening to this. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> so yes, uh, tell me some more about uh, Treehouse Haze before Daddy I fall Blue, asleep. Your, your son was like this when I found him. This is not my fault. <laughs> no, this is nobody's fault but mine. <laughs> po body's nerfect. Po- <laughs> uh, it tastes uh, like know, peach rings and orange juice with hints of tropical fruit bubble gum. We shall see. Uh, but you know, it's a good song. Mm. Uh, nobody's fault but mine by Led Zeppelin. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's an opinion you have. It's a thing I said, and it made me think of that song. And I'm just drunk enough to say that that thing I said has a song which has the same name and is also good. So let's I, let's try I've this. I've only beer. listened to like two records this summer, and one of them is Jeff Rosenstock's "God Dream." So hmm. if it's not on that record, I don't know what you're talking about. No, um, I'd have to open music to tell you what uh, nobody's fault but mine is on. I I think it might be physical graffiti, but I could be wrong. Um, it'll take approximately four minutes for music to open. Yeah. So let's it, try this beer. It's not on this album. Uh, no, it was not on that one. Hmm. Should be, because that's the only album that matters right now. No, the only song that I'm aware of that sounds anything like that in the Led Zeppelin. Led, Led, Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin canon. I, lo- I love his co- cousin, Tony Deppin. A great wrestler for uh, Violence Unlimited in uh, the Ring of Honor universe. 
Oh, it's on presents. That's my uh, mistake. Mm. Um, Did that come out at Christmas time? It should have. It's very stupid. <laughs> Uh, released March 31st, 1976. So no, closer to Easter. Mm. Somewhere between St. Patrick's and Easter. St. Pister. Put it on mic, you fucking dill. Figure it out. Sounds nothing like what I played. No, it doesn't. Um, It's a six and a half minute long song, but I enjoy it regardless. Mm. Um, (laughs) I don't think I ever finished my joke. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) What what you played sounded most like fucking uh, that shitty Led Zeppelin song. Dear Maker. Maybe. Talking about Jamaica. Is that the one that's like da 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 da? Yeah, let's get sued. <laughs> Why not? I mean, might as well. Is it this one? Yeah. Yep. Song about Jamaica. Actually, I think I'm thinking of uh, Fool in the Rain. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know Led Zeppelin that deep. They're a very good band. You know what? If I want to listen to that, I listen to Thin Lizzy, and then I'm happy. Um, Led Zeppelin, a lot of songs about hobbits and shit. Bringing it back to the Lord of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is so, fucking. We're we're bringing it back to like. Episode two days where we did four beers. Yeah, this is real bad. Um, yeah. Well, what I was going to say, Joke About Jamaica is a Holt Steady song about the song Deer Maker from uh, Led Zeppelin. I'm sorry. The Holt Steady has a song about Deer Maker? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You want to hear what that sounds like? Why not? Sure. This is unlistenable. Let's take it further. Yeah. Jamaica by uh, the Hold Steady off the album Stay Positive. Stay tuned to the LPLP show coming soon to the Lunchador Podcast Network, where we will talk about the Hold Steady Stay Positive. Fair enough. Reminds me of uh, another song that uh, I'll, 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 uh... <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Being dead. Hello, everybody, and welcome to my brother, my brother, and me, a show for the modern era. 
Have you listened to the Hold Steady yet? Um, I have heard a couple songs by the Hold Steady. Um, I can't. Maybe it. Maybe it is actually just one. They did a, a cover of Atlantic City by Bruce Springsteen off of an it's album. It's very of fucking good. Bruce Springsteen covers. Yeah. Um, there is that protracted breakdown in the middle where it's just like everyone dies. Maybe that's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> maybe everything that. that dies someday comes back. <laughs> it's it's not a bad cover. Uh, I, I don't I will know tell if it's you. as I don't know if it's as good as the Zydeco uh, cover by the band. Probably not. But um, still. That, that cover is one of the Hold Steady songs I, I, I tear up to. Aw. At that point, yeah. There, there's a list of, of Hold Steady songs I tear up to. That, is that's it a, a long thing. list? Yes. <laughs> What has this podcast episode devolved into? Is just, <laughs> hey, well, let's hold our phones up and play parts of songs. Two assholes playing music at each other drunk is what this is. I mean, I love Levon Helm as much as the next guy. Okay, I'm not. I'm not really playing up the Zydeco portions of that song, no, but it's no. a delightful cover and. So, really, is there a bad version of Atlantic City? That's a great song. It's um, a wonderful song. Now, I, can I tell you one of my most disappointing situations in my life? Does it involve um, Bruce Springsteen letting you down? Because if so, I'm not sure I want to hear it. Because Bruce Springsteen's delightful. It, it's me being an idiot. Um, so it's a story you'll enjoy. Um, okay. So Levon Helm used to work on a farm that was approximately eight minutes away from my wife's mother's house. Now, see, this is starting to sound like a Bruce Springsteen song. Did you know that, that Levon Helm just worked on a farm in his, his old age, just because it was fun. Well, Levon Helm worked on a farm in his old age. Now, if anybody knows anything about the band, Levon Helm is the reason the band was good. Fair to say. Uh, I don't know much about band. I, th- I think the one person that would tell you you're wrong is Robbie Robertson. But that's just because he's he's for some reason been able to to rewrite the history of the band. But Levon Helm is really the the driving factor behind that band. One of the greatest drummers to ever live. One of the greatest singers to ever ever live. He sung and drummed on most of those band songs. So the guy that was just yeah. singing there, that was Levon Helm. Excellent. You know, uh, another singer drummer is myself in rock band. Yeah, see, this is the other thing. So Levon Helm used to, every year, because he was friends with the dude that, that ran that farm, because he just let him come and play on the farm, because that's what he grew up doing, and he enjoyed doing that. Lived in Woodstock. Huh, Vermont? Um, yes. No, New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he would hold, when he was alive, he used to have the Midnight Ramble in his barn. Um, I mean, there's more than one Woodstock, my man. But he, Yeah, fair. There's the bird? Um, yeah. There's yes, Levon the Helm lived in Woodstock, the bird from the cartoon. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he would come, and every year um, they had a pumpkin chucking contest where they had like the big pumpkin guns, and Levon Helm would play a concert at this this little farm on a flatbed every year for this this farm. It was free. I never once went, mm. and that is one of my biggest disappointments in life that I never got to see Levon Helm play at this little farm stand because it would have been a blast. 
I would imagine so. If you get the chance, there's a, a there's a documentary about Levon Helm. I don't remember the the title of it. Just Google Levon Helm documentary. Dude was fucking fascinating. You know, one of my first concerts ever was a uh, 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 chubby checker. Really? Yeah. Was I that to really s- around when he was doing the stuff with the Fat Boys? I'm not sure. Um, it was sometime after I want to say the. Uh, Rolling Stones Steel Wheels tour stop in Raleigh Durham uh, for the Steel Wheels tour in '89. Fuck yeah, Steel Wheelchairs, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Steel Wheels tour when it was like, man, when are the Stones gonna hang it up for like the sixth time before they continued to tour repeatedly for another forty years? I was gonna say they're still um, out there. Yeah. What no, it was fuck? like Chubby Checker and Georgia Satellites and some other folks that I can't recall off the top of my head. It'd be fun to see Georgia Satellites. That'd be cool. Yeah, it was like, I, I want, I mean, 69-year-old uh, nice Daddy Blue will correct me, but I, I don't recall exactly. It, it was in Atlanta. We were visiting um, some of Hot my Lana? mother's friends. Yes, Hotlanta. Mama um, Blue. Yeah, Mama Blue. Some of her friends lived in in the Atlanta area. Um, Atlanta. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And we, uh, you know, it was some like concert in the park sort of thing. Uh, and Chubby Checker played and I got to see Chubby Checker play, you know, sing about twisting and whatnot. Yes. And, uh, and then, I don't know. I don't remember the Georgia Satellites playing at all. I remember doing the twist with Chubby Te- Checker telling me how to do the twist. That's adorable. That was fun. Yeah. My first contest, uh, my first uh, concert was Lou Rawls. Your first contest? My first contest was a uh, two out of three falls <laughs> against Iron Mike Sharp. We haven't mentioned on the show how much I've been watching Orange Cassidy. That's right. We actually haven't also mentioned how much we're enjoying this haze. <laughs> I've been looking for a place to talk to. To interject and talk about the beer on our beer show. Why, why don't we stop for a moment and do that, and then we'll get back to Orange Cassidy. This is a good beer. So Orange Cassidy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is quintessential OG treehouse. Yeah. Smooth like, mouthfeel. Nice, uh, I, I don't know, somewhere between a medium and a full body. This is one of the beers that built the brewery. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, it's a, a bitter backbone with a lot of uh, citrus and, and stone fruit, possibly. I, I get the peach rings. I like yeah. that. Very Top nice. Bubblegum, too. I, I get a lot of that. Like, I'm like three quarters of the way through this fucking beer. I, hazes don't last long around me. No, it's one of my favorites. This uh, is the first time I've had it, and um, I, I wish I w- weren't so drunk, because <laughs> I am quite drunk currently, which well, we'll, surprised no one listening to this. We'll, we'll see. Um, I, I think we're going to see our, our benefactor sometime soon. Yeah, um, and and he's going to have I'm a just, car full of full, full of treehouse, and I think Hayes is one of the ones in that pack. I'm just going to kiss him on the mouth. Sober. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you would welcome that. Yeah, with Why open mouth. <laughs> I hope he's not listening to this in the car with his wife and children. <laughs> uh, yeah, Laura, pussy, I'm pussy, sorry. Pussy, pussy. Laura, I'm very, very sorry. 
I'm not. Actually, no, they'll probably listen to this on the way home. I have time to tell them not to listen to this on the way home. It's got an explicit tag on it. Yeah, you know? that doesn't matter. No, whatever. Um, He's yeah, our no, friend. It's a delightful beer. It's wonderful. I really, really like this one. This is one of my favorites. He, I guess he'll be surprised that I kissed him on the mouth if he doesn't <laughs> listen to it until they're leaving. I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to warn him. I feel like that's not sporting. By the way, I'm using a different glass tonight. Usually I like to use our BRJ one. I mm-hmm. picked this one up. I don't uh, know if you can see it. Should I do the, the YouTube thing? The YouTuber thing? thing? Yeah. Morning Museum. Corning Museum of Glass. Oh, that's fun. Look at the shape of this, though. Yeah, it's it's a lovely... Um, I mean, it's not quite butt plug or beer glass. No, it's there. It It's... Precipice of butt plug or beer glass. I don't have any any butt plug glasses. As yeah, I yet. don't either. I mean, I've entered all sorts of contests on the uh, Thick Boys Instagram. Here's Makers thing, of though. fine bongs and beer glasses. Yeah, I I don't know if I want a beer plug uh, a beer plug a glass. Beer plug glass. Yeah. Like I, I don't really, I don't know if I it makes sense. I showed you that one the Tired Hands did a few years ago, right? Which was just a dab rig. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I don't need that no. in my life. I mean, I en- when uh, Mortalis teamed with Thick Boys, uh, that's Thick with two C's, B-O-I-S, on Instagram. Uh, when Mortalis uh, partnered with them for a contest, it was like, you know, we made like, I don't know, 20 glasses. They're $185 each. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I entered for that to get the, uh, the free one and I did not win. Um, I I feel like that's not a, you know, I feel like you did win by not getting it. I guess. Because it would have already been lost in your butt. Had you gotten it? No, I'm always, always like, there's a shocking amount of things in my butt. Mm-hmm. That's how I know Matchbox I always ask you for a pen. Matchbox cars, Matchbox 20. Oh, I was wondering about that. Um, just Matchboxes. Um, Adam, who's the guy from Maroon 5? <laughs> yes, Adam Levine, uh, Adam, all the way Ad, up there. Adam Curtis. Is that the guy from fucking uh, Hootie and the Bullfish? No, that that that's uh, Darius Rucker. Oh, also I in was, your butt. I was way off. <laughs> Adam, Adam Curtis. Cur- Adam Curtis is a uh, a British documentarian that that's uh, you know he does things like you know the the role of fear and chaos in in influencing the the populace to. It, it kind of like the the shock doctrine doctrine kind of thing. Um, yeah, great documentarian I, lives in your butt. Yeah, I mean everybody's doing it. Oh, this has been nonsense since we had this beer. Uh, yeah, pretty much. But you know, would the listeners have it any other way? Probably. Yes, they probably would have preferred probably a more is. professional show. Yeah, I mean, really, you got to 45 minutes. I feel like you could have pulled the cord and it would have been fine. The second beer has just been kind of gravy. 
We're gilding the lily. We are. It's gravy. It's like red eye gravy on a yeah. on a on a biscuit. So what if we learned this episode, Matt? I, I can tell you what I've learned. Too much pregaming, not good. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, Jenny Red Eye, or no, Jenny Black. Jenny Label. Black. Jenny Black is not a great beer to pregame with in a 24-ounce can. I would like it to be known that I suggested a uh, Miller Lite as a pregame. But here's the thing. Okay, so Jenny Black was $1.79. And Miller Lite was two seventy nine, two seventy nine, or something like that. So yeah, I was trying to be fiscally responsible. So for for the extra dollar, he fucked the show. Is what he's trying to tell you. Live and learn, <laughs> and then and, get loves. And get loves. I need some loves because uh, I'm going to fall asleep now. Yeah, uh, have, have a the, big glass of water. The dishes in the sink downstairs are not going to be done in a, you know. We better get up early. Well, I'm going to do them tonight. I'm just not guaranteeing how clean everything will be. Gross. (laughs) It's fine. It's just like bottle nipples and like uh, a a pot. (laughs) So fair. You yeah, just you pick that dried spaghetti time, noodle off it, you know? Right. And what you do is you you, 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 you you just boil water in that pot and then throw the nipples in there and everything's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um... Yeah, and this one on a bang, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'd like to thank our special guest, uh, Jimmy Johnston, of the, uh, formerly of the Hillsboro Hops. Uh, for joining us in the first half there. Uh, you can check us out on our socials at Beer Review JNL on Twitter, at Beer Review Journal on Instagram. He's at Dreaded Matt. I'm at McKenneth Blue on uh, all of those. Lunch Door Podcast Network. Uh, you can find them at, at Lunch Door Podcasts on Instagram, at Lunch Door Pod on Twitter. And we have a subreddit. We do. Yeah. Uh, r slash lunch door on Reddit. So check that out. For sure. Um, and uh, I feel like there's other things I say. Oh, yeah. Thanks to Erling for the use Fuck. of their song, I Feel Good, as the intro and outro of our show. You sure do. I always like to thank them. Um, I just mean you feel good. I do feel good. I feel like a million dollars. I feel like we can't even release this. This is too drunk, even for us. <laughs> no, this is this is old school. This is <laughs> this is McKenneth at, at Matt's house. <laughs> you know, we're have, gonna watch uh, having to watch VFW. a movie. We're so gonna we watch can... VFW and then you know go to sleep. <laughs> Actually, what's gonna happen is I'm gonna play Miles Morales for a couple hours. Nice on the PS4. Very nice. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> nothing like web slinging through, um, the Isle of Manhattan. Just shit hammered. Just shit hammered. I was thinking um, about going to play MLB. So that's even more fun. Ooh. Well, you know, the boys of summer are out and about doing their whole thing. Hey guys, watch some baseball. Sure. Yeah. That sounds like a thing to do. I, I think so. 
So let's let's do it. Let's fall in love. Let's uh, play some video games. What do you say, Matt? Sounds great. Let's do it. All right. So from all of us here at the Beer Review Journal, this is kind of an abrupt ending. (laughs) But you know what? Try everything. Yeah, do it. You won't. I'm an important British actor. Bet you won't. This has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network. We hope you have enjoyed. Cheerio! Red Merlot and Chardonnay. Crazy Bruce's Liquor Store. Woo, woo, woo! Oh boy, I am, uh... Hammered. Yes, I am schnackered. Yeah, time to go get another double IPA.